At Henson, we're looking forward to the holidays, and that means more time in the kitchen. Now, imagine your trusty kitchen knife had a wobbly handle. You'd be nervous. Well, the same is true in shaving. Most razors on the market today don't support the blades well enough, allowing them to flex and bend. This is a source of razor burn. At Henson, we used our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to solve this problem, supporting the blade so you can use it confidently. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat. Or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Welcome to Mystical Shadows, the podcast where we delve into the enigmatic and often misunderstood world of traditional magic and folklore. In today's episode, we embark on a journey to the lush islands of Indonesia, a land steeped in rich history and diverse cultures, where the mystical intertwines seamlessly with the everyday. Our focus today is on an intriguing aspect of Indonesian spirituality, the Bamo. In the cultural tapestry of Indonesia, the Bamo is a figure shrouded in both reverence and mystery. Often referred to as a shaman or healer in Western terms, a Bamo is much more than just a practitioner of traditional medicine. They are the custodians of ancient knowledge, the bridge between the physical world and the spiritual realm. Traditionally, Bamos are sought after for various reasons, healing ailments, spiritual guidance, and sometimes for delving into the more obscure practices of black magic. Their methods are a blend of animism, Islamic mysticism, and Hindu-Buddhist beliefs, reflecting the diverse religious influences in Indonesian history. The tools of their trade range from sacred texts and amulets to various herbs and animal parts, each with its own significance and power. In Indonesian society, the role of a Bamo is complex and multifaceted. While some view them with skepticism or fear, particularly when it comes to practices perceived as dark or malevolent, others see them as vital to their community's spiritual well-being. The Bamo's knowledge is passed down through generations, often shrouded in secrecy and guarded with great care. As we explore the shadowy realm of the Bamo and their practices, we invite you to keep an open mind. Our journey through their world is one of discovery and understanding, shedding light on a practice that, while often misunderstood, is an integral part of Indonesia's rich cultural heritage. Join us as we unravel the mysteries of the Bamo and the enigmatic art of black magic in Indonesia. In the heart of Indonesia, where the ancient and modern worlds intertwine, lies a belief system deeply rooted in the spiritual and the supernatural. Among these, the concept of black magic, or Elmo Hitham, holds a prominent place. Traditionally, this form of magic is seen not just as a set of rituals or spells, but as an intricate part of life interwoven with the fabric of culture and spirituality. In these communities, black magic is often viewed with a mix of fear and respect. It's believed to have the power to influence the unseen, to bring about change in the physical world through rituals and incantations. The practitioners, sometimes revered, sometimes feared, are believed to have access to this arcane knowledge, capable of healing or harming, depending on their intentions. Story 1, The Curse of the Whispering Palms In a small village, nestled between the Whispering Palms and the serene Java Sea, a mystery unfolded that would baffle even the most learned of scholars. The village, once vibrant and full of life, began to wilt under an unseen, heavy air. The crops failed, the fishnets came back empty, and a general malaise settled over the inhabitants. The elders spoke in hushed tones of a curse, a dark cloud summoned by a scorned shaman from the neighboring village. In this tale, our protagonist, a young and somewhat skeptical villager named Addy, watched as the elders consulted a local Bamo, a practitioner of the mystical arts. The Bamo, an enigmatic figure draped in traditional batik, carried an air of mystery and power. 
With incantations and a wave of his kris, a wavy bladed dagger, he began the ritual to cleanse the village of its curse. Night after night, the Bama worked, chanting and dancing under the moonlit sky, surrounded by the anxious villagers. Addy, ever the skeptic, couldn't help but wonder if the solution lay not in these rituals, but perhaps in more pragmatic approaches. Maybe they just needed better Wi-Fi instead of a Bamo. He joked to his friends, trying to lighten the mood as they watched the Bamo fervently shake his sacred objects. As the days passed, a change began to occur. The crop started to show signs of life, the fish returned, and the laughter and music slowly found its way back into the hearts of the villagers. Whether it was the work of the Bamo or just a shift in the natural order, none could definitively say. But one thing was certain, the village had returned to its former glory. Addy, though still a skeptic, couldn't help but feel a twinge of awe and respect for the rituals he had witnessed. Maybe, just maybe, there was more to this world than what met the eye. This tale from the heart of Indonesia reminds us of the power of belief, the mystery of the unseen, and the fine line between the spiritual and the mundane. Whether the change was brought about by the Bamo's rituals or a mere coincidence, the story continues to be told, a testament to the enduring allure of the mystical in the tapestry of Indonesian culture. And as for Adi and his quips about Wi-Fi, he couldn't deny that, despite his doubts, he felt a certain peace in knowing that traditions and beliefs, however unfathomable, had a way of binding the community together, lending strength and hope in times of uncertainty. Exploring the Bamo's Arsenal in the mystical world of the Indonesian Bamo, the tools and ingredients used in rituals are as diverse and intriguing as the islands themselves. These tools are not just mere objects, they are conduits of power, steeped in tradition and shrouded in mystique. Central to the Bamo's practice is the kris, a distinctive, wavy-bladed dagger believed to possess spiritual essence. It's not just a weapon but a sacred heirloom, often passed down through generations. The kris is used in various rituals, from healing ceremonies to warding off evil spirits. Then, there are the jamu, traditional herbal concoctions made from a myriad of ingredients, ranging from roots and bark to leaves and flowers. Each ingredient is carefully chosen for its purported spiritual and medicinal properties, and the preparation of jamu is considered an art in itself. Bamos often use these mixtures in healing rituals, believing them to be potent remedies for both physical and spiritual ailments. Amulets, talismans, and charms are also staples in a Bamos toolkit. These items, often inscribed with prayers or verses from sacred texts, are believed to provide protection, good fortune, or even love to those who possess them. The crafting of these talismans is a delicate process, imbued with prayers and specific rituals to activate their powers. Incense and candles are used to create the right ambience for rituals, setting a meditative tone and inviting benevolent spirits while warding off malevolent ones. The type of incense used can vary, with each scent serving a specific purpose, from purification to enhancing psychic abilities. Story 2, The Unconventional Ingredient In a small coastal village in Bali, a Bamo named Matty faced a peculiar challenge. A local fisherman approached him, troubled by a string of bad luck. His nets returned empty day after day, and he feared some malevolent force was at play. Matty listened intently, his mind racing through the various tools and spells at his disposal. Then, an idea struck him. He reached not for his chris or the usual array of mystical herbs, but for something quite unexpected, a simple, unassuming kitchen ingredient, a clove of garlic. The fisherman watched in bafflement as Maddie began the ritual. He lit incense, its fragrant smoke curling into the twilight air, and placed the garlic on a small altar. Chanting in a rhythmic cadence, Maddie passed the caress over the garlic, imbuing it with protective energies. You see, Maddie explained, sometimes the most common items hold the most power. This garlic, a staple in our kitchens, is also a powerful shield against negative forces. The fisherman, still somewhat skeptical, took the enchanted garlic and hung it on his boat. To his amazement, his luck turned. His nets were full again, and the dark cloud of misfortune seemed to have lifted. Back in the village, the story of the Bamo and his unconventional spell spread. People chuckled at the thought, and you thought your kitchen spices were just for cooking. They joked, marveling at the mysterious ways of the Bamo. 
The world of the Bamo is a testament to the rich tapestry of Indonesian spiritual practices. Their tools, ranging from the sacred karis to everyday items like garlic, reflect a deep connection to both the spiritual realm and the natural world. These practices, passed down through generations, are a unique blend of tradition, belief, and the enduring power of nature's gifts. The diverse seekers of the Bamo's wisdom. In the intricate cultural mosaic of Indonesia, the Bamo serves a wide array of individuals, each seeking something unique from their mystical abilities. The reach of a Bamo's clientele cuts across social, economic, and demographic boundaries, reflecting the universal human quest for solutions beyond the tangible world. In rural areas, villagers and farmers often seek the Bamo's help for issues related to agriculture and daily life. They may wish for a bountiful harvest, protection against natural calamities, or even the healing of livestock. The Bamo's role in these communities is deeply entrenched, often considered as crucial as the natural elements for a successful crop. Couples facing marital problems or families seeking to resolve disputes might turn to a Bamo for guidance. Their approach can be seen as a blend of spiritual counseling and traditional wisdom, aimed at restoring harmony and balance within relationships. People suffering from ailments that have baffled modern medicine sometimes turn to Bamo's as a last resort. The Bamo's approach to healing is holistic, often involving herbal remedies, spiritual healing, and rituals believed to cleanse the body and spirit. In the more urban and cosmopolitan areas, it's not uncommon for business people and politicians to discreetly consult Bamo's. These individuals seek an advantage in their competitive fields, be it for winning a contract, influencing a deal, or gaining favor in the public eye. Story 3. The Businessman's Quest for Success in the bustling city of Jakarta, a wealthy businessman named Agus found himself at a crossroads. Despite his wealth and success, he felt an inexplicable void, a lack of fulfillment in his endeavors. Hearing tales of the Bamo's prowess, he sought one out, not for more wealth, but for the secret to true success and contentment in his business. He met with a renowned Bamo, who listened to his story with a knowing smile. Instead of elaborate rituals or exotic talismans, the Bamo offered a simple piece of advice. True success comes from within, from understanding oneself and one's place in the world. Look beyond your balance sheets and boardrooms. Agus was taken aback. He had expected a mystical solution, yet here he was, receiving what seemed like typical business advice. However, as he pondered over the Bamo's words, he began to realize their depth. He started to focus more on his employees' welfare, his company's impact on society, and his own work-life balance. Months passed, and Agus's business continued to thrive, but more importantly, he found the fulfillment he had been seeking. He returned to the Bamo to thank him, to which the Bamo replied with a chuckle, turns out, the real magic was just good business sense. The Bamo, in the diverse tapestry of Indonesian culture, serves as a beacon for those seeking guidance, healing, and understanding. From the humble farmer to the affluent businessman, people from all walks of life find themselves drawn to the Bamo's door, each seeking answers to their unique dilemmas. The story of Agus illustrates a critical aspect of the Bamo's role. Sometimes, the solution lies not in supernatural interventions, but in simple wisdom and introspection. The Bamo's true power may well lie in their ability to make us look within ourselves for the magic we seek in the world. Navigating the Moral Labyrinth of Black Magic In the shadowy realm of black magic, ethics play a crucial role, often serving as the invisible line that separates healing from harm. The use of black magic in Indonesian culture, especially by a Bamo, is not merely a matter of skill or knowledge, it is deeply intertwined with moral responsibility and ethical considerations. Magic, in the context of Indonesian Bamo practices, is seen as a neutral force that can be directed for good or ill. The ethical dilemma arises in the intention behind its use and the potential consequences. For healing, protection, and bringing good fortune, magic is widely accepted and revered. However, when it veers towards causing harm, manipulating free will, or for selfish gains, it enters a gray area often frowned upon by society and, in some cases, by the Bamo themselves. A Bamo's power is a double-edged sword. 
With the knowledge to manipulate the unseen world comes the responsibility to use it wisely. The ethical Bamo must constantly balance their abilities with the moral implications of their actions, ensuring they do not harm others or disrupt the natural order. Story 4. The Quandary of Pak Wahian In a small village in Sumatra, a respected Bamo named Pak Wahian faced a moral quandary that would test his principles. A wealthy client approached him with a request to use black magic against a business rival. The client promised a handsome reward, but Pak Wayne was troubled by the ethical implications of the request. Torn between the temptation of the reward and his moral compass, Pak Wahian retreated to his meditation, seeking guidance from his ancestors. He realized that succumbing to the client's wishes would not only harm an innocent person, but would also taint his own spiritual journey. Pak Wahian decided to confront his client with a counter-proposal. Instead of casting a spell on the rival, he offered to perform a ritual to bring prosperity and harmony to both their businesses, fostering a spirit of mutual success rather than rivalry. The client, initially surprised, eventually saw the wisdom in Pak Wahian's words. The ritual was performed, and in a twist of fate, the two rivals found common ground, leading to a partnership that benefited them both. Reflecting on the incident, Pak Wahian mused, ethics and magic, more confusing than a Hogwarts textbook. Yet, he knew he had made the right decision, one that upheld the true spirit of his calling. The ethical use of magic is a complex and nuanced issue, especially in the realm of black magic. For Obama, every decision to wield this power comes with moral implications that go beyond the immediate effects of their spells. The story of Pak Wayne illustrates the importance of ethical considerations in the practice of magic, where the true power lies not in the spells and rituals, but in the wisdom to use them for the greater good. The significance of sacrifice in ritual practices. In the mystical traditions of Indonesian Bamos, sacrifices play a pivotal role in certain rituals. These acts of offering are not merely symbolic gestures, but are deeply embedded in the belief system, signifying respect, devotion, and the establishment of a spiritual connection. Sacrifices in the context of Bamo rituals can range from simple offerings like flowers and food to more significant ones like animal sacrifices. The choice of sacrifice is often dictated by the nature of the ritual and the desired outcome. In traditional belief systems, these offerings are seen as a way to appease spirits, seek forgiveness, or express gratitude. Modern perspectives often bring into question the ethical implications of animal sacrifice. Many Bamos today navigate these ethical considerations by opting for more symbolic or less harmful offerings, adapting ancient practices to contemporary norms. Story 5, The Unconventional Offering In the heart of Java, a seasoned Bamo named Ebusari was approached by a young couple desperate for her help. They sought a blessing for their new home, hoping to cleanse it of any negative energies and ensure a harmonious life ahead. Ebusari, known for her unconventional methods, agreed to help but with an unexpected twist. Instead of the traditional offerings, she asked the couple to sacrifice something unique, their time. She explained that the most powerful offering they could give was their commitment to each other and their home. Perplexed but intrigued, the couple followed Ebusari's instructions. They spent a day together in their home, disconnected from the outside world, focusing on each other, sharing stories, dreams, and even engaging in joint tasks to improve their living space. As the day ended, Ebusari conducted a simple yet profound ritual, blessing the house with incense and prayers. The couple felt a renewed sense of connection and peace, realizing that the sacrifice of their time and attention was more meaningful than any material offering could have been. Reflecting on the day, the couple couldn't help but laugh. Next time, let's stick to sacrificing bad habits. They joked, acknowledging the wisdom in Ebusari's unique approach to spiritual sacrifice. The role of sacrifices in the rituals of Indonesian Bamos is a complex and multifaceted aspect of their practice. It intertwines the spiritual with the material, the symbolic with the literal. The story of Ebusari and the young couple illustrates how sacrifices can take many forms, and sometimes, the most powerful offerings are the ones that come from the heart. Belief is the cornerstone of ritual efficacy. In the mystical practices of Indonesian Bamos, belief is not just a passive state of mind, 
it is a potent force that significantly influences the effectiveness of rituals. This intrinsic connection between belief and ritual underscores the psychological and spiritual dimensions of these ancient practices. Belief acts as a catalyst in rituals, transforming mere actions and words into powerful spiritual tools. It bridges the gap between the physical and the metaphysical, allowing practitioners and participants to tap into deeper realms of consciousness and reality. The stronger the belief, the more potent the ritual is perceived to be. Skepticism, while a natural and often healthy mindset, can alter the dynamics of a ritual. A skeptic's lack of belief can diminish the perceived effectiveness of the ritual, as much of its power is drawn from collective faith and expectation. Story 6, The Skeptic's Awakening in the urban sprawl of Jakarta, a successful yet skeptical businessman named Arif often dismissed the old ways and traditions as mere superstitions. He prided himself on his rational, evidence-based approach to life. However, his world was about to be turned upside down. Arif's mother, a devout believer in traditional practices, insisted he visit Abamal for a blessing on his new venture. Reluctantly, he agreed, more to appease her than out of any belief. Abamal, an elderly man with kind eyes, sensed Arif's skepticism but proceeded with the ritual. He chanted ancient verses and performed a series of intricate hand movements, creating a serene yet charged atmosphere. As the ritual progressed, something inexplicable happened. Arif, the perennial skeptic, began to feel a profound sense of calm and clarity. The air around him seemed to pulsate with energy, and for a fleeting moment, he felt connected to something far greater than himself. Shaken and bewildered, Arif left the session in a daze. He couldn't rationalize what he had experienced, yet he couldn't deny it either. His business venture, to his surprise, took off in ways he hadn't anticipated, further deepening his confusion and curiosity. Later, recounting the experience to a friend, Arif joked, he went from a doubter to a believer faster than you can say abracadabra. Despite his jest, a newfound respect for the Bamos practices and the power of belief had taken root in his once skeptical mind. The story of Arif underscores the profound impact of belief on the effectiveness of rituals. His journey from skepticism to a grudging acknowledgement of something beyond his understanding highlights a fundamental truth in the practice of Bamos. The power of belief is as critical, if not more so, than the ritual itself. A journey through the mystical and the magical. As we draw the curtains on this episode of Mystical Shadows, let's take a moment to reflect on the fascinating journey we've embarked upon, exploring the enigmatic world of Indonesian Bamos and their mystical practices. We begin by delving into the art of black magic, understanding how traditional beliefs intertwine with the supernatural in Indonesian culture. We witness through a fictional story how a village, under a mysterious curse, found relief, possibly more through communal belief than the Bamos rituals. In Tools of the Trade, we explored the varied and symbolic implements used in rituals, learning how even the most mundane items can assume powerful spiritual significance. Our story of Abamo using garlic for a spell humorously reminded us that sometimes, the most extraordinary magic lies in the simplest of things. Discussing who seeks the Bamo, we saw how people from all walks of life turned to these mystical practitioners, seeking solutions to a myriad of problems. The tale of a businessman seeking success revealed how sometimes, wisdom and introspection are the most powerful spells. The ethics of magic brought us face to face with the moral dilemmas inherent in the practice of black magic. Our fictional Bamo's moral quandary highlighted the responsibility that comes with such power, showing that ethical considerations are as crucial as the rituals themselves. In Sacrifices and Rituals, we examine the role and evolution of sacrifices in Bamo practices. The story of Ibusari's unconventional offering emphasized how sacrifices and rituals can transcend physical offerings, moving into the realm of personal and emotional commitments. Finally, the power of belief illustrated how belief underpins the effectiveness of rituals. Our tale of a skeptic experiencing the unexplainable served as a testament to the mysterious power of faith and the impact it has on our perception of reality. This exploration into the world of the Bamo is more than a mere curiosity into exotic practices. It's a deep dive into the rich tapestry of Indonesian culture, a testament to the enduring human fascination with the mystical. 
These stories, both real and imagined, offer a window into understanding how different cultures grapple with the unseen and the unknown. Storytelling, as we've seen, is a powerful tool. It bridges gaps between cultures, enlightens us about practices and beliefs different from our own, and opens our minds to new possibilities. The tales of the Bamo, steeped in tradition and mystery, are not just narratives. They are carriers of cultural heritage, each one a thread in the larger fabric of human experience. As we say goodbye, let's take with us not just the stories of magic and mystery, but also a reminder of the universality of our quest for understanding the unknown. Whether you're a believer in the mystical arts or a skeptic, there's no denying the allure and fascination that these practices hold. So, until our next mystical adventure, keep your crisp polished, your spices ready for more than just cooking, and most importantly, your mind open to the endless possibilities of the world around us. Who knows, maybe the next time you encounter a bit of unexplainable magic, you'll remember our journey through the world of the Bamo and smile. Thank you for tuning into Mystical Shadows. Remember, the world is full of mysteries waiting to be explored. Keep wondering, keep wandering, and as always, stay mystical. With Starbucks Holiday Blend for Nespresso Virtuo, now exclusively at Target, there are even more ways to share the joy. Savor every smooth and festive sip all holiday season with friends and family at home to fill every indulgent day with cheer. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.